0: Cheese I'm Igby. I'm Stephanie. And we are the Cheeseme Queens. I beat you to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. At least you said it. <laughs> Switching it up. Uh-oh.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are the Cheese McQueens. And if you don't know what Cheese means, it just means gossip. Tea. And we got it on Married at First Sight. Today we're covering season 15, episode 4, in San Diego, and it was uh, surprisingly fast-paced, I thought. Mm,
0: I kept forgetting about Morgan and Ben. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. For real.
1: When they came out at the end, I'm like,
0: oh, yeah, they need to get married. Forgot about that. (laughs) And I like how they didn't tell the other people that they were, like, not coming.
1: Right? They seemed genuinely surprised. (laughs) But before we dig into the episode, you got any
0: cheeseming, Igby? I do have some tidbits and morsels. Ooh, do tell. Uh, well, first things first, we fucked up last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we didn't go back enough in history <laughs> for some of our cheese may. So congratulations are in order for season 13, 12? 12? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta, Yes. So congratulations to Vincent and Brianna. They recently announced that they have a little baby bun in the oven. Cookie's going to be a big sister. Oh, I forgot about Cookie. I don't know how far along she is. Yeah, they
1: didn't say, but she's showing pretty, pretty well.
0: Season do, 12.
1: Do, do they do a vlog as well?
0: Yes, they do. But
1: yeah, so I probably
0: check them out. Check out their channel. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while, they pop up. Yeah. I know they've had some, like, vacation vlogs and stuff like that. So congratulations to them. Speaking of, Vinny uh, just had a birthday this week. I believe he's the big 3-0. Getting up there. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Elise Kupuyangos. For sure. Also, birthday shout-out to uh, Johnny from our Houston season.
1: I was like, do we want to wish him a happy birthday?
0: It doesn't hurt. All right. We'll throw some good karma in his way since we trashed him so hard during the season. If it makes you happy feel birthday. better. His party rained out.
1: Oh. Well no, that doesn't make me feel better. They have some bomb looking tacos too.
0: Oh, that sounds pretty good.
1: Well, more tacos for the people who showed up. That's true. He had two cakes. <laughs> oh wow.
0: That he spit well, all over.
1: Ew gross. Well, happy birthday, Johnny. Spread those monkeypox. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's see, speaking also of our Houston season It looks like Miss Mirla May not be for the streets anymore It looks like she might have a man in her life What? Today she posted a picture of her Snuggled up on the couch with Portia and another dog And the caption was Being tucked in by a man is dot 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 And I know earlier this week she posted in her stories a like little a boomerang of some guy doing um like Chris Brown Take You Down dance moves. I know you don't know what that means, but that's I a mean, thing.
1: I know who Chris Brown is, but I'd like to not know who he but is. But
0: it's for this particular song and video, there's a particular type dance. of da- yeah, like Okay. Like, yeah. If you know, you know. Okay. But I don't. it was of course like a headless <laughs> Like, super tight shot with the Mm. little song in the background. It's like, okay, we see you, Mirla, trying to put your little breadcrumbs out. Okay. (laughs) Good for you. Good for you.
1: I guess we can squash the Mirla Johnny are they or aren't they rumors.
0: Yes. She, even in the comments, people were trying to bring that back up. And she's like, definitely no. Immediately no. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, that is not a thing. Interesting. If you are interested in uh, more Mark the Shark merchandise, there was another release. This time his uh, switch-up watches. Absolutely not. In a variety (laughs) of colors. Guess how much they are?
1: $60.
0: No. How much? $40.
1: Mm, $20.
0: But yeah, so those are out and on the site live. I believe there's going to be some more polos releasing next week in some different colors if you want to waste $80 $80 or however much it was you can visit Mark's website not sponsored I don't want one of those ugly watches no thanks uh, let's see what else we got here it looks like Virginia from our New Orleans season is an aunt for the seventh time over but looking at this picture she has no idea how to hold a baby like the baby's <laughs> head is not supported at all like it's just hanging out there I think by the seventh one you'd get the hang of it but I guess not nah it's not your baby
1: her ex eric you know how Mm -hmm. i was ranting about jose always posting about nasa Mm -hmm.
0: he's always posting about delta
1: Er, yeah eric is always like i'm a pilot hey by the way look at this view it's from a plane i'm a pilot and that's annoying as well
0: (laughs) that's all he's got going it
1: really really is i i think i've seen in the past that that's like his his bumble pick that's Mm -hmm. his know whatever other apps he's on that's and even his his handle is something like eric the pilot or eric in the sky or some shit like that
0: his last name is like yes it is something like that it's a pun on his last name because his last name is like aeronautic because i remember even with their wedding the like little you know people have like the little sayings or whatever Mm -hmm. it was something in regards to his last name because it involved plane like his name is like eric (laughs) plane Or something. <laughs> oh. Damn it. Now that's gonna bother me. I need to know what it is. Okay, look it up real quick. Okay, so I lied. His mm. last name is Lake, but yeah, his handle late. is Eric cleared for takeoff. Uh I knew it was something it's too long. Meh. All right. Well, if you wanna see a bunch of how many followers are have? guess.
1: I I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Fifteen K? Really? A 20K? lot. okay K? How much? Tell me. A hundred? Sixty. Oh 60. <laughs> that's that's a good amount.
0: Considering, yeah.
1: Well no wonder. He's probably getting all the people chasing him. They want that uh,
0: companion pass. Buddy pass. Yep, yep. Well, actually now the, now that you say that and I'm looking, that's mm. pretty average for these people. Why is Rachel hanging out with the game? I
1: don't know. Weird. I also don't know who that is.
0: You don't know who the game is? Mm-mm. God old. Oh. <laughs> and not even like and he's old so you should know who that is <laughs> well, wow i don't sorry i don't what a loser anyway um <laughs> the only other tidbit i have is it looks like woody and imani are going to be moving into their new home this weekend starting off august fresh new baby new house new blessings so Hopefully everything goes smoothly for them. I'm sure that's... It's not an easy task, period. And I can't imagine doing it with like a fresh-ass baby.
1: Yeah, for real.
0: It already looked like a struggle when they were trying to get everything packed up. <laughs> they had shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> on top of getting new shit for the baby.
1: Mm-mm. That's nice. Congrats to them again on their home and on their baby. So cute.
0: The baby is so cute. He is but that's all I got this week. Nothing too exciting. Nothing scandalous. Even Reddit has been like kind of dry, right? Yeah. And I hate when Netflix puts out new episodes or <laughs> new seasons because then people just start talking about old shit and it's like, no one cares. We talked about that two years ago. Shut up. <laughs> like, I'm watching season nine and I just don't understand how Shut it's up. Like, I don't Go away. remember. Yeah. I don't
1: remember any of that stuff. So Search. thanks. Thanks
0: a bunch. All
1: right. I have a few things. Uh Lindsay, last season, Lindsay, Ask Nurse Lindsay is her handle. She posted a reel of things her exes have texted her in the past year. I guess
0: is that what she said? I don't know. I don't know the time frame.
1: Yeah, I think she said the past year, and it's basically, I want you, just got to bed thinking of you, no one messes with the shark family, we can know who that is, uh, what else? I just landed back in LA, can we be friends? Yeah, just a bunch of thirst trap things, and saying it, but not saying that Mark still is still after that, and she, she thinks she's hot, and hot shit. (laughs) basically right
0: whatever girl if that's what you need to do
1: yeah she referenced our queen bee and um said that was her mood music at the
0: moment so you and everyone else in the world right let me tell you when i was like going up to like mars yesterday in my car (gasps) that like block of like break my soul um what's after that The, like, plastic on the couch and Virgo's group, that little, like, four-song block. is Oh, Uh Church Girl. Church Girl. My favorite one. (laughs) Do you know how many times I dropped it like a thotty yesterday? (laughs) And will continue to every day going forward. That's right. I'm not mad at that. When is the tour? Take my money.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right? It's going to be hot. I'm excited about that. I am we need too. to make a
0: plan. We need to make a plan, baby. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I was like, do I need to travel? Because this could be a good show to travel. <laughs> How many cities have I seen Beyonce in? Too many. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Well, she's not coming to this raggedy ass city, so I have came, a choice.
1: She came here once, remember?
0: <laughs> like in the very beginning, and that yeah. was the one concert we went to together.
1: <laughs> we in
0: good seats though. I've had. It. Oh, okay. Beyonce kicked a water on me last tour. Thank you very much. That's how close I was. <laughs> <You're> so dumb. <laughs> All right.
1: Moving it along. Okay, the next section is spoilers. So if you don't want to hear, skip ahead a little bit. So Married at First Sight fan. hmm She announced her
0: they. decision
1: day they. We don't know. Yeah. They announced their decision day predictions and made some updates had some corrections. Apparently someone messaged them and said that they were one off. So here are the new predictions. So apparently four of the five couples choose to stay married. The one they made a mistake on is Mitch and Kristen. I think they said that they decided a no on decision date. Well, apparently the decision date they stay married, but they're currently not together. So this is the one that was wrong from last week. And um, the ones that don't even make it to decision day, their prediction is it is Morgan and Ben. So,
0: allegedly. Why do you think? Why? Yeah.
1: His mom hates her guts. <laughs> um, he doesn't turn the damn AC on. Why? He's not his voice is His voice is annoying. <laughs> there could be a lot of things. I can't stand it. Clearly,
0: (laughs) Betty. Never
1: mind. (laughs) So those are the new predictions, and they did say that Stasha and Nate stayed together and are currently together. And there has been a sighting on July sixteenth of Stasha and Nate walking hand in hand in San Diego in the Fashion Valley Mall. And then when someone was trying to take a pic, they dipped into a store. So. There's that. Hate that for her. As for the weddings, I, I don't think we ever talked about where they were held. Well, the weddings were held at Rancho Santa Fe. And there's like, I guess there's a little restaurant there called Dolce. And that's where the friends and family brunch was held. And Decision Day is being held at
0: Avensol Winery. It looked really nice in the like preview for the season it really, that they had at the end. Yeah, it really, really did. I liked it better than the like hotel conference room they normally do it in. For real.
1: <laughs> Last bit of cheesement. It's just weird. Not really cheesement, but Zach is regularly posting now. Uh, does a lot of stories and reels. Well, one of his stories was that he wanted to give away hundred bucks and he was gonna pick four people randomly to give twenty five dollars to, and he and he actually did it, and people were excited that. He says that should be good for a drink and a small tip.
0: Where are you going drinking this twenty five dollars? Alright. For one drink.
1: For one drink. I don't know. But the one person who posted about it was like fangirling and excited to win the twenty five bucks. Just odd. Not really cheesemate, but just odd. I'll take free money. Yeah, I didn't want to I didn't want to partake. But yeah, that's all but, the cheese I have.
0: Oh, well, then let's move it along.
1: If you do have any cheese meh that you want to send our way, you can do so anonymously. We will not mention you if you have all the tea. But if you do want to send us something, uh, you can DM us on social media. On Instagram, we are the Cheese McQueens. Nope, that's wrong. On Instagram, we are Cheese McQueens Podcast. And on Twitter, we are Cheese McQueens. And every Wednesday, IGBY live tweets the episode, and it's always a party over there. We also have a website where you can keep up with all the chisme, chismequeens.com. All right. You ready to dig into the episode?
0: Let's do it.
1: All right. Married at First Sight, Season 15, Episode 4, Igby. Hit me with the title.
0: Son, Sand, and Spouses. They've given up already. Alliteration is always an easy title, but it works. It works. Even though we did not see very much sun or sand. That is true. Yeah, a little too early to use this title. Could have waited one episode. Mm, they can't be bothered.
1: <laughs> All right. You want to start with uh, Kristen and Mitch? Okay. So we start with uh, Wedding Night. And Kristen goes on and on about her pajamas. She can't find her pajamas. She's looking for a little bit. Not as much as Lindy. But she does kind of make a, a big
0: deal about not having the pajamas she wants. And Mitch could care less. This was so weird. I'm like, one, okay, she says she can't find the pajamas she's looking for, and he's like, oh, that's fine, because I didn't pack any at all. What? I'm not surprised at that. I mean. But that's like not packing underwear. Like, what do you mean?
1: Well, men don't sleep in pajamas. My husband sleeps in underwear. But
0: this is different.
1: Why? Because you don't know this person. (laughs) So he's going to wear a t-shirt. Like all the other guys, they wear a t-shirt and some underwear. Unless you're Justin.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) and to your point mitch does it to the extreme because did you notice at the airport he has on the same clothes that he slept in like when they're in mexico he has the same thing on that he slept in the night before why are you brushing your teeth at the airport what's going on i don't
1: i don't know (laughs) i don't know why i did notice the t-shirt because he was making such a big deal about not wanting to really wear the hubby t-shirt mm-hmm. and then i was like but you're willing to wear an iheart san francisco shirt
0: is it even iheart san francisco because i don't a know lash and there i was, was like does slash. this mean something else and also like her whole suitcase situation looked chaotic i'm like no wonder you can't find anything it just looked like you just grabbed clothes <laughs> out of the drawer and just put it in there and zipped it closed. <laughs> and You'll just be surprised whatever outfits you get in Mexico,
1: <laughs> but yeah she clearly clearly doesn't know him yet because he he really really doesn't care um and he's not really paying attention too hard, so he's i think he's just still really overwhelmed, really preoccupied in his own mind and kind of uncomfortable and he he's really not not into her at the moment he's too into himself at the moment because he's his mind is racing but they get into bed she gives him a a cheek kiss and that's about it yep. the next morning he is surprised that she wore the ring overnight why he um, had his ring on yeah but it doesn't have a stone like i don't sleep with my wedding ring because it could get me <laughs> and hers is much bigger so but surprise surprise they didn't consummate the marriage shocker <laughs> Um, They sit down, have some breakfast. He points out the plastic cup. He's not happy about that, but there's a paper straw. So there's something, I guess. And we learn that he's a picky eater, which also does not surprise me.
0: Now, what is weird about that is if he's so environmentally conscious, why isn't he vegan? Like emissions from meat processing is huge, a humongous deal, like the biggest factor (laughs) And like global warming and all that shit. So you're super concerned about the damn uh, confetti popper, but (laughs) you're eating steak and eggs for breakfast. Okay.
1: That's a great point. He's, you know, he's picking and choosing what he's passionate about, I guess. I don't know. Does he eat fish? Probably not.
0: (laughs) Who knows? He's probably like one of those adults that only eats like chicken fingers and french fries.
1: I 100% 100% agree with that. Although it did look like he had a green drink of some sort. He did. Yeah. All right. So then we move to the good stuff where Mitch is sitting down with Kristen's mom and her sisters. And I hate this question. What are your intentions for my daughter? What do you fucking mean? He already married her. That was his intention to, to be her husband. I hate that question so stupid make it's gone too far already
0: you know that that's what the producers told them to do so that's what they're gonna do because this question comes up with every couple i know pretty much it's still still ridiculous
1: um well he gives a good you know pc answer and basically reiter- reiterates his vows and they she buys it she likes it and uh, she does say that he does come across very honest but that she's worried that he's probably brutally honest, and will hurt Kristen with his honesty. And he's like, well, better than lying,
0: which is true. (laughs) Yes. I just thought he was happy to get another date with his girl, Ronnie. (laughs) Probably so. I don't know, because
1: then he starts bringing up, no, I think one of the sisters or somebody says that she's not a diva, she's not bougie, and he's like, great, because my dream girl is not heels and makeup, which is... What Ronnie is all about, apparently. She's always dressed to the nines. I guess she's just someone who knows she's going to be on national TV and it's going to look good. Which is kind of a change for some some people we've seen.
0: This is true. This is very, very true.
1: So, I don't know. I thought that was kind of a dig. Um, an unintentional dig. But it could have been taken that way. And then, oh, here's a weird part. She asks about his past relationships. And he says they didn't work out because he was a closet environmentalist. No, sir that's not why it didn't work out yeah, it is. Oh,
0: how
1: is how is that a reason
0: because he was just so upset that whoever he was seeing was using plastic straws that it just really affected the way he felt about that woman and he just could not bear <laughs> it any longer and they had to break up because he could not live the plastic straw life anymore <laughs> How could he kiss those lips after they touched a plastic straw?
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: It's probably carcinogens it a, or something.
1: It was a really lame answer. And I'm surprised she didn't press him a little more because that's a non-answer to me. Like, that makes zero sense. And she was like, oh, yeah, okay. Mm. But he's like, well, at least she's not a fossil fuel executive. So I think it'll be
0: okay. What does she do? Uh, sales what? work. Yeah, I think so.
1: Um, the mom concludes the discussion by saying, you know what? She's going to support you. Um, she's not going to... It's not going to really challenge her to be supportive. But he has to make room for her because it sounds like he's really, really into whatever he's doing with the ocean and his job and, and environment and whatnot. And that's kind of where we leave them. Kind of like, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. But then we get Kristen with Mitch's mom brother and sister-in-law and the brother asks the same stupid question, what are your intentions? And she has a funny answer in that she doesn't really say what her intentions are. She just goes on about how bad her dating history has been and mm-hmm. that she's yeah, that she's excited that she has somebody who is just as committed and she's not going to rush him. She's going to take her time and make him feel comfortable. The brother's like, "Yeah, do that because he's really overwhelmed." There's a lot of pressure pressure, and he's a rebel. He doesn't want to do things that he's supposed to do. And I was like, what is that? Why is th- they keep using this word rebel? And I'm like, how? To me, it just sounds how? like he's
0: just contrarian.
1: Yeah, exactly. I was like, why would you want to be a rebel in a relationship, in a marriage? You don't want to... The expectation is that you're all in and whatnot, and that's what you're supposed to do. So are you going to rebel against that? I don't know. It yes. just sounds
0: kind of stupid
1: when suited in this conversation.
0: I feel like he's a he's a troublemaker. He just starts shit. Like to do a it. A
1: button pusher. Yeah. Could could be, and it sounds like that because the sister in law was like, "We've butted heads. He lashes out. He's hurtful. He's full of pride." And they just continue not to do him any favors. Mm-hmm. Even the mom was like, yeah, he's brutally honest. And the brother's like, yeah, I'm super worried. You're going to get it pissed off and leave. Yep. And she just has the oh shit face the entire time, which is hilarious.
0: She's in for something. Mm-hmm. As we see in their next scene. I know.
1: You get a glimpse of that when, oh, so they just meet up again. They recap the brunch and then they get the honeymoon gift basket. Which includes t-shirts, you know, the basic hubby, wifey shirts, and some poppers. Um, and Mitch does not want to pop a Papa popper. He says they're triggering because he picks up that shit at the ocean all the time. And he doesn't He doesn't even want to touch it. So ridiculous. <laughs> He's really weird. <laughs> and poor Kristen. She's like, well, I'm kind of disappointed. You know, she wants someone who wants to participate you know in all of these kind of things and he just doesn't seem like he wants to I guess because he's so rebellious (laughs) whatever they go to the airport finally meet the other couples and um after meeting up with them later they end up in the honeymoon suite they got their robes on they're looking cozy
0: it's really romantic in there what's up you forgot to mention when he got daddied oh well go ahead tell us Once they get to Mexico, all the couples are going um, into the resort and Kristen says that she hopes that they have a bathtub because mama likes baths and daddy's going to like baths too soon enough. Of course, this sends off Nate's uh, spidey senses (laughs) and he's like, oh, she's calling you daddy already? And Mitch is like, I guess so. That's a first. I've been daddied. (laughs) So long. I was like, of course, Nate would be the one to pick that up.
1: And 100%, that has,
0: that has is definitely a first for him. Yeah, Mitch isn't giving daddy vibes. mm not at all. <laughs> but yes, then the next scene is when they're in the hotel room. And despite being in robes, they definitely have not made contact with any kind of water because Mitch's feet are fucking black on the bottom.
1: They are. <laughs> Disgusting. I wonder how often he showers because he probably wants to conserve water. <laughs>
0: I don't know, but I definitely know he does not wash his legs.
1: <laughs> that was really gross. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't even want to know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so they get kind of serious for a moment, and Mitch tells her that she's assertive, and he appreciates that she takes the lead on a bunch of stuff. And she appreciates that because a lot of the time in the past, that has been a turnoff for some men and have trouble with those kind of reversed roles um if you want to say it like that but she calls him an onion and she's just really excited to peel each layer and get to know him better and he admits that he's a little more guarded than he thought he would be and you know he's he's gonna really try and do his best and and she's like that's cool as long as there there's progression every day i'm cool and that's where they end so far no major issues
0: no well no not now but in the preview, what did he do? Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Mm -mm, What part?
0: In the preview for the season, there's Uh like, it looks like they're talking to the experts and she's telling them that whatever he did is unacceptable and she is not going to tolerate that and da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, what the hell did he do?
1: Right? Okay.
0: It sounded very like
1: that was a a hard hard line. line. Yeah. And he crossed it. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't but know. I imagine she's venting about it in the preview too because she shouts something around a bonfire with the other girls and I was like, "Oh, maybe that's connected." I don't know.
0: Well, either, but it seemed like something serious happened.
1: Yeah, but it seems also that they connect pretty well later on because they're getting real cozy and real mushy and they consummate the marriage eventually, so.
0: And see, this is what I don't understand, and I feel this way kind of about um Justin and Alexis too, like It's very mixed signals. Like, do you like her or do you not? Because you're doing and saying both. Yes. So I don't understand. (laughs) I am confusion.
1: (laughs) Well, we'll have to keep watching to find out.
0: We're so country.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll just have to find out. Anyway, let's move it along. How about Lindy
0: and Miguel? Uh, Let's see. So we start off with them. They're getting back to the honeymoon suite for the night. They're getting undressed for the day. Miguel says that they're probably going to do a little bit of talking um, and then, you know, have a little cuddle sesh. Um, and, you know, if that, that talk and that cuddle leads to something else, he's a okay with that. <laughs> of course. you re- ready to smash. <laughs> of course. So then we see Lindy, she's going off to disrobe in the bathroom and, then it's like a time lapse where it's like 10 minutes later, 20 minutes later, 10 minutes later. She's like running around the bathroom. She's changed into different clothes, but apparently those aren't her pajamas. So we have another pajama fiasco. And she's like looking through all this stuff. She's trying to find the pajamas and a makeup bag, I think, to take off her makeup. Mm-hmm. She's spiraling. <laughs> like a kamikaze baby. <laughs> They Did you notice they had like their suitcases, but then they had like those big Tepperware like storage containers, like those plastic bins. Oh, no, I didn't notice that. And they had their names on the front. I was like, wait, why do they have that? I, I don't know either. Uh, but she was digging around in there and she never found those pajamas. So <laughs> um, while she's looking, he goes in to check on her because it's been half an hour and she's just like frantically back and forth and like I can't see in here are there any brighter lights and I just can't seem to locate what I'm looking for and I just don't know she's just all in a tizzy and he's like okay well I'm going to go take a piss in the other bathroom <laughs> You have fun with that and he does this thing that he continues to do through the episode where he's like this normally would be a red flag but I'm not going to call it a red flag but it's a red flag
1: <laughs> Right if it wasn't my wife it this would be a red be a flag, red flag.
0: <laughs> So he says, you know, he sees that she's spiraling out and it's concerning to him. Like you were saying, he says that under different circumstances, this would be a red flag. But at this point, it hasn't turned him off to the point, to that point, because this is his wife. So he's just going to have to get used to it. Yeah, I mean, eventually she gets in bed, like we said, doesn't seem like she found what she was looking for because she's wearing the same outfit that she changed into before and she said she wanted to put her hair up and it's definitely down so (laughs) she just had to give it up i guess uh so the next day they say after their first night together it felt so natural waking up together and they have breakfast in bed they start talking about the honeymoon since this point they don't know where they're going um, and that leads into a conversation about their travel styles, because you know that can be a big deal, especially if you're doing a long trek, how somebody is on a plane or train or in the airport can really put things off on the right or wrong foot. And we've seen this right. before. I was like, oh, shit, are we going to get Brett
1: 2.0? Yeah, because Ryan did feel a certain type of way after the plane ride. Mm-hmm. And I think that carried on. And guess what? They didn't make it.
0: Nope um we've heard about her uh hangriness in the past so she says that she absolutely has to have snacks when she's traveling because she needs to regulate her uh blood sugar (laughs) (laughs) or else it's gonna really have an effect on her she also likes to be well rested uh, which is why she should be going to sleep right now so spending 30 minutes looking for pajamas exactly again she says that she's an overthinker and she gets anxiety about missing a flight or you know, long lines, all that kind of stuff. She has some kind of PTSD in regards to traveling. She doesn't really go into what exactly has happened, but she does mention like flight delays and um, stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't know. As a person who has spent the night in an airport, it is not fun (laughs) (laughs) at all. So, yeah, you remember it. (laughs) Uh, At this point in an ITM, Miguel says that, even though she's a stress ball, quote unquote, <laughs> he thinks it's a little cute and that it's hard not to feel comfortable with her. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next we see the friends and family meetups. So Miguel is meeting with Lindy's mom, her brother, and her friend. Uh, he says that they had a great night and that they have a lot of good chemistry. So, so far so good. Uh, Miguel asks what he should expect from Lindsay, Lindy, sorry. Um, <laughs> Her brother says that sometimes she tends to take things personally even when it's you know not that deep uh so that may be difficult for him to navigate, so you know gotta watch out watch your p's and Qs. yeah, he's seen a a little little bit of it so far right uh then the topic of sex comes up uh Lindy's mom is the one who brings it up but doesn't want to talk about it, so she lobs it over to the brother, <laughs> which is the worst person you could have approaching this conversation do you think he's a virgin
1: oh 100 100 or he has paid a sex worker and feels really really bad about it hmm. one or the other interesting
0: <laughs> that's my take on it but no said, shame i mean you <laughs> do you yeah a job's a job uh but yeah he basically starts on his whole bible shit and it's talking about how they really need to Like how big of a deal it is in the Bible when you have sex with someone and there's a lot of weight to it. So they really need to be thinking hard and be really conscious of what they're doing.
1: So stupid because like he's like, it's a covenant. Yeah. So is marriage. Like as soon as you say I do, that's an agreement. That's a covenant. So they should be cleared for takeoff if you're going to really examine it. And also none of your business.
0: (laughs) that part so and then like the mom kind of doubles down on it and is like yeah you guys really need to get to know each other a lot and, da, 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 da. and Miguel's like yeah okay anyway <laughs> sure no Miguel says yeah, it'll
1: happen like I already, I already tried
0: uh, I already know <laughs> I already know we're gonna do the deed thanks which we yeah we'll talk about it um <laughs> then they ask him what's contributed to failures in his previous relationships. And Miguel says that he's usually the one that ends the relationships. Uh, There's either cheating involved or they've had alignment issues where, you know, he's dating a person and then down the line, they realize they're just not clicking like that. So cut ties. Yeah. Uh, Now I thought it was interesting that after this in an ITM, Lindy's brother says that it's strange for Miguel to be 35 and not married but how old is he because lindy is 29 and he's her older brother so he's probably in the same re- and he's not married so who are you to judge exactly you are no jesus sir <laughs> you can't be judging people
1: yeah and 35 is not old people get married at 35 all the time it's not a super huge deal I'm like and then I'm like where'd you come from but oh wait they came from a sheltered life where they probably all got married at 20.
0: I was gonna say 18
1: but yeah I mean maybe (laughs)
0: living the Plathville life (laughs) yeah uh but after that he says he thinks that Majel seems genuine but you just never know so that's the end of that
1: I thought it was interesting that we heard zero from the friend He just wanted a
0: free salmon.
1: But he was the super supportive, talkative one in uh, the dressing room with Lindy when she was, you know, prepping for the wedding. And here he said zero. I guess he was just her eyes and ears, (laughs) honestly. All over. And yet again, we haven't heard zero of this religious
0: talk from Lindy. Yep. So probably not a huge deal to her. Yep. Which is why I think Miguel's just like, okay. Mm-hmm. sure sure jan uh, but next we have lindy and she's meeting up with miguel's sister and his friends the sister uh brings up uh their astrological signs and he's a cancer and she's a gemini or the other way around i don't remember I don't one know. is but nonetheless the sister says that's they're in, uh, not compatible uh lindy it's a concern not that they're not compa- it's a concern that these they're misaligned with their signs I was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> is this so much a concern? You're bringing it up. That's ridiculous. And that's kind of Lindy's attitude. She's like, uh, I'm, you know, not really into that, but okay. <laughs>
1: how would anybody
0: answer that? Like, how do you answer that? You can't change when you were born. It's so stupid. Um, I don't know. You astrological people are a different breed. They they can find a way around anything. It's like, oh well, my moon rising is in. Venus, so that means because his rising sun is in virgo then that's where we align (laughs) like what shut up that part um miguel's sister says that he is a hopeless romantic so lindy's gonna have to adjust to that that's gonna be some work for her then uh they start talking about finances um is her name priscilla i think so she says that Miguel makes a great living. So what is Lindy going to be contributing as far as their financial situation? And Lindy says that, you know, that MD degree did not come cheap and she's got a considerable amount of student debt. There's some faces made at the table and, you know, they kind of go into it and they're like, uh, it shouldn't be a deal breaker because Miguel is a problem solver. So he's probably going to try to have um, a solution for them to, you know, get that debt under control as quickly as possible. Yeah. They say more than anything, he'd be focused on what they can do to decrease the debt. Um, they also tell her that Miguel likes to see drive in a person, that if you're driven towards a goal, he's going to be the person behind you 100%. Now, Lindy says she's had a lot of drive, you know, in her whole life. I mean, at 29, she's a doctor. Mm-hmm. But now she's off that shit. She. <laughs> wants totally. to enjoy her life. Right. She's giving me Steve vibes. <laughs> she just, you know, works a little bit and is more focused on enjoying her time. Like we said in a previous episode, um, her work schedule is flexible. She can do whatever she wants. Cause, uh, what is it? I want to say per diem, but I don't know if that's the right word.
1: Yeah. 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 She did say uh, that.
0: Okay. Um, so yeah, she can, you know, make her schedule as open or as full as she wants basically. And so right now she's, you know, coasted. They again give some interesting looks and Miguel's sister says that she doesn't want Miguel to be burdened in their relationship. She has some concerns about the dynamic and how that's going to work out. Then again, we get another uh, another like ITM of Miguel talking about her not red red flags, they're magenta. So magenta. they're just they're not that serious.
1: <laughs> I really found Priscilla's voice annoying. I just don't want to see my baby brother financially strained or burdened. I was like, stop talking like everything's a question. It
0: really annoys me. And that's pretty much all I have for them. We didn't really see mm-hmm. them at, on um, on the honeymoon except for like the group conversation. Yeah. Where we find out that yeah, Miguel was trying to hit, and Lindy put the kibosh on it. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there.
1: It's an interesting uh, take on him. That whole conversation
0: was just like, why are you? Oh my gosh. Too much information. Yes.
1: No. 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 All right, and then we get to Stasha and Nate. Remember a while back, someone posted that they had dated someone in the cast. Mm -hmm. And he's a real big let's go guy. It's this guy. Mm. He has said it over and over and over.
0: I forgot about that. You remember? Yes. Now that you bring it up. (laughs) And I was like, no, stop saying it. Let's go.
1: Let's go. Oh my gosh. uh, Anyway. Wedding night. Nate claims his side right away. He thinks that, you know, they're going to have some pillow talk a solid cuddle session and if it leads to whatever he's down for whatever well the producer stasha, straight up asked him mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, trying to be bashful not say too much but we all know we all know. and stasha she's just trying to play the cool girl she's the only one who has some decent sexy jammies
0: for her wedding night yeah not too not too little not too much exactly a good happy pretty, medium pretty classy
1: Um, And at this point, she asks what his expectations are for a wife. And he goes on to say some really cute things, I will admit. He says that he wants a best friend. Looks are going to fade. Things are going to get saggy. But best friends last forever. This is true. They go to sleep, wake up next morning. She says that she thought she would be matched with someone way less attractive. But on a scale from 1 to 10... Her husband's a 100. Is she blind?
0: <laughs> she need glasses I,
1: or something? <laughs> I guess he's exactly her type. I don't know. He looks like her. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> At they birthed that up on After Party, too. Oh, really? hmm What'd and they say? Keisha said that they look alike, and he's like, we look good. Oh, okay. He kind of squashed it? Yeah. Ooh.
1: He asked about her insecurities and she just basically tells him that normally she's a good communicator, but when things aren't clicking, she puts the walls up and kind of pushes away. And he said his insecurities are feeling misunderstood when he was little, he was military brat and a lot of places he was the only English speaking kid. And so he felt really out of place. And then when they did move back to the States, They moved to a Black community, and because he's light-complected, he felt really out of place there, too. And she kind of bonds with him in this moment. She says that that's what she went through, too. She went to a predominantly white uh, school in a white community, and she's light-skinned. So she didn't feel accepted uh, for darker-skinned African-Americans, and she didn't feel accepted from white uh, classmates and friends, um, and just didn't feel accepted either way in the community and finally said, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to do me. And that's how she lives her life. And she does ask him like how she can help him kind of get out of his funk when he's there. And he just says, you just got to nudge me when I'm quiet and you know, I'll perk up and be present basically.
0: Oh, the poor light skin. (laughs) What a tragic life we lead.
1: (laughs) Is it? I I really want to know.
0: I was going to say, nothing really seemed to affect you when we were in school or anything. Uh-uh. Or, I never yeah. had this problem. Yeah. And I was definitely mm-hmm. with the whites. <laughs> they were definitely everywhere.
1: A hundred percent you were outnumbered. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when we went to like a
0: rock concert or something. To this day.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, so then we're getting to the friends and family bit. Stasha is meeting with with uh, Nate's friend and his dad, and his friend asks what is something that Nate doesn't know about her, and she says that she's a workaholic. She works what'd she say, twelve, eighteen hour days. Mm-hmm. Ooh, no thanks. And to which they to say, "Are you gonna slow down? You can't be working that much if you're gonna plan a family and and whatnot." And she says, "She's she's working
0: on it." The I friend know. says that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how it is. That's what people say. When you're an entrepreneur and you're working for yourself, mm-hmm. you're putting way more in than you would if you were working a nine to five. Exactly. Yeah. Your
1: whole livelihood depends on yourself. So right. I'm not surprised. It's just not for me. Right. <laughs> that's a lot of work. True that. So, Can I also
0: say I liked her mm-hmm. look? I like the pink suit. She, Yeah. You know,
1: she's definitely very aware she's on camera, but I also feel like this is how she is all the time because she... Wants to portray an image a certain way. Thus, the house that looks untouched and Mm -hmm. looks like a model home as well. So I'm not surprised. But yeah, she's she's looked pretty good in everything we've seen her in so far. Agreed. The friend says the only concern he has is that they're both independent and pretty stubborn. And she says, yep. (laughs) That there's not really a roadmap for marriage. But she's pretty confident that they're just going to work through it. And the daddy's like, just don't hurt my boy. Just don't hurt my baby. Then we get to Nate meeting her mom and sisters. They ask about freaking the sheets, of course, because of course she would, because that is weird and concerning. And he says, like, he's never going to pressure her for sex. Uh, He wants it to be organic and natural. He has no problem talking about the issue, if there's any issues and whatever else concerning that she has. Then they ask, what is something she doesn't know? Like, this is from a script. Oh, my gosh. And he says that he had a business and had to claim bankruptcy and has debts associated with it. Yee, what could that have been?
0: You I wonder what kind of business. Girl. Is. Could we oh. look that up? His AliExpress fake handbags.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, really, really hope they get that post up. It looks like an interesting conversation. Oh sure. So then they ask about his parents' relationship, and this is where. I kind of felt sympathy for him. And then I was like, is this an act? Cause he knows if he sheds tears, they're going to sympathize with him. Cause it worked. Cause I was like, Oh, and then I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Damn, Am I getting played? I don't know. I just don't trust the guy. Um, He starts crying. He says that he only had his dad. His dad's not a quitter. And he just, you know, raised him on his own. And he hopes to take everything he's learned from his dad. And, it in himself when they start to raise a family when he was little he always gravitated towards friends homes that had you know the mom the dad the kids the whole nine and that's what he wants he wants a whole family and then we get an itm that he only met his mom once in his life and he it was on a birthday he was turning 12 and it was just like really awkward and weird but this works ladies you can see it in their faces instantly empathize with him and he won you won that day. <laughs> then we get back together. They recap the brunch. Then they get their little honeymoon gift basket. Then they go to the airport, meet the other couples. And then we get to the honeymoon suite. And Nate is super, super psyched about this hot tub. Let's He's go. trying to bug in it. <laughs> <laughs> he does say he wants to consummate this marriage on the honeymoon. That is going to happen. He pops the champagne. Cork almost takes out his bride. They start talking about sex she says she does not want meaningless sex so let's go take a shower together and then the crew films it for a very long time and it's very strange
0: yeah i'm like what are y'all doing kinetic connect <laughs> what is this did it turn to cinemax like did the tv something happen <laughs> what's going on there was no way they did not have sex after this right On After Party, he alludes to that because Keisha asked him and he's like, I can't say right now, but, you know, it is what it is. We got to know each other better Mm. because she did straight up ask him and he dodged (laughs) it. (laughs) Because he wants us to tune in for next week. Duh. I mean, it is. Well, not necessarily because as far as them consummating, because this was Woody and Amani's zhuzh on their season. That whole honeymoon, all they did was take showers together, and they didn't have sex for a while. Hmm. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> they may have done some other things. <laughs> there was no
1: penetration. There was no
0: penetration. Okay. That's probably the case here, too. I mean, he had her leg all hiked up and everything. Sure did. Why sure. was she stepping on his feet? That was weird. <laughs> he has a lot of tattoos. I know. Secret. Secret tattoos. Mm-hmm. Don't let the good girl act fool you. <laughs> that's why she's looking for a thug.
1: Uh oh. Yeah, that's all it for them. Uh, previews for next or for the season. She does ask for that post note, to which he it, says, "You don't trust the boy."
0: No. And this was on oh. the honeymoon that they talk about this because I was peeping. They ha- uh when people had the the wristband for the resort. Oh, good call. And a lot of those fights. <laughs> Seem to be during the honeymoon. <laughs> like the oh, fight that Ben and Morgan have on the uh-huh. beach. That's during the honeymoon. She has her wristband on. Uh oh, Justin and Alexis, that was on the honeymoon. He got his wristband on. So yeah, these honeymoons might be a little bit juicy. Oh, I can't and wait. And we'd love to see it.
1: We do. But speaking of Alexis and Justin, you want to take that away?
0: No. <laughs> take it, because I don't want to talk about this dumb. I don't want to talk ass. about them either. <laughs> Are you? Are you? Why is production trolling us with topless Justin? Why? They did that on (laughs) purpose. Y'all wrong for that. They are eating him alive on Reddit. They sure are. They didn't gave this man some condition and all kinds of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's bad. Um, Yeah, because he's the only one, the whole episode, that doesn't have clothes on. So It goes to them in bed and they're talking about like their cuddling style and he says he's totally into it as long as it's not like hot and sticky, but he's still down for sticky booty if that's what's being offered. In his ITM, he's still just like going up about being a husband and how pleased he is with Alexis as his wife. It cuts back to them in bed and oh, it was the next day. He was telling her that uh, he watched her sleeping not creepy at all
1: actually has that ever happened to you oh you know what i do this to my husband on purpose to scare him so i'm the wrong person to ask because like he'll be like sound asleep and i just put my face like super close to his face and then he's like oh and it just cracks me up
0: Not (laughs) he doesn't mind he thinks it's silly it's weird like waking (laughs) up to somebody looking at you like "Mm, well
1: and that's the difference i'm not trying to be creepy i'm trying to be funny and he thinks it's funny. So
0: that's why he continued to do it. But nonetheless, he tells her that. And then she makes an R. Kelly joke. Too soon. Yeah. <laughs> but they think it's hilarious. Well,
1: and that's the thing. So he he's going on. They're so cheesy. They're It's, it's mainly him, right? Would you consider this love bombing?
0: I don't know. They're dynamic. I just do not understand.
1: Like, because he's just... He really piles it on. And yeah. then in the, you know, maybe we should talk about this at the end, but in the previews, it sounds like he's trying to control her. So is he trying mm. to, you know, make her feel loved and tr- forcing those feelings early so that he can control her later on? I wouldn't expect it from what we've seen so far, but, you, the you know, her tears and those those words from other people sound sound like that's how he is so
0: i don't know i know people too were uh speculating that he's trying to. he's doing all this to like speed up the timeline so it's like if i'm saying this this and this to you maybe we can get closer maybe we can end that celibacy a little bit sooner don't you trust me i care so much about you
1: yeah maybe maybe that too i don't know it's just the whole the whole all of their seasons are so cringe to me all of their seasons, I almost said that, yeah. but all their. You did say that scene. I did say that. Oh my bad. <laughs> all their,
0: all their scenes
1: are very you, cringe to me.
0: Why do you think I said it? I can't. I, I'm close <laughs> to reading your mind, but not all the way there. <laughs> you know what I meant. Uh, but and in an ITM, she says that they're getting along great. She can see exactly why they were matched together by the experts, and that they did they did such a great job. I just don't understand. Do you like him or no?
1: Yeah, because she definitely makes faces at him all the time.
0: Right. Even we see in the preview, she laughs in his face. hmm Like, she made that man cry. But I'm just like, I don't understand. Like, you're doing all this, but then coming back around and talking to production and saying you're not that into him. I don't get it. And I know if I'm confused, he's for sure confused.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know. So he brings her breakfast in bed and they do the whole, can I get your number bit that they do every season. Um, Of course she puts her number in the phone, saves it under wifey. They take a selfie to save as the contact picture. Very cheesy, very corny. It's giving 100% produced. I'm surprised she didn't try to like look through his phone so much. She probably did. She probably did. 100% she's that girl. For sure. Like what's your passcode? Mm -hmm. Change it to Alexis. (laughs) uh so then we see that alexis is meeting up with justin's mom and a friend and they ask her how it's going and off the rip she says you know justin's still still a bit
1: why would you say that to your mother-in-law
0: i don't know because his mom shoots her look like bitch that's not what i meant but okay
1: yeah the mom's
0: faces through this whole conversation were classic fuck this bitch pretty much (laughs) and you know his mom says that, uh, well, she starts talking about how adamant he is to be married and how committed he is to the process and all that. So Alexis asked, you know, what happened with his prior engagement? And the mom really doesn't really give a lot of context. She said they were actively in the process of, you know, planning the wedding, buying the dress, all that stuff. And then just out of nowhere, Justin called her and was like, yeah, we're not getting married anymore. Absolutely. Then, it's a non-story. And then he moved away for five years. <laughs> to Colorado and found himself (laughs) so yeah nonetheless I guess he was kind of devastated by it and so that was the end of that then they they give Alexis the perfect setup to say that she's been engaged three times or been proposed to three times and she said no each time because she was being selfish basically Uh, she said that she got in her own way a lot of the times and was overthinking the situations then that's when Justin's friend chimes in and is like, well, what are you going to do when things get boring? You know, it's not a party every day being married. Things, things are going to get hard. There's going to be times that they disagree. So what is Alexis going to do when that kind of thing comes up? Because you can't, you're married now. You can't just walk away. And, um, she says, you know, that's not an option for her that they're just going to have to work through it, whatever comes their way. Um, this is when Justin's mom says that he can be sensitive. So she needs to be aware of that. And Alexis says, you know, it's not going to be a problem. Water on the I can handle it. It's going to be fine. We'll see.
1: She's going to run over that guy.
0: Yep. <laughs> and that's just as good as she wants it. Mm-hmm. So then we see Justin meeting with her family. And the first line of questioning is about how he manages his anger. Uh,
1: Great question.
0: Yeah, because it's true uh Mm -hmm. the sister says that he seems like a cool dude or whatever but you can really tell a lot about somebody's character when they're angry so what is he like in those situations and he says that he's an emotional person himself so they have that in common if she cries he might be crying right there next to her um but again he goes back to talking about how he's a people pleaser and he would do absolutely anything to make her happy so Like you said, I'm thinking the sister's recognizing like, oh, she's going to run all over him. So they ask him, (laughs) what is he going to do to advocate for himself in this relationship? Because it shouldn't be a one-way street. And he says, well, he walks it back a little bit and says, he is a pleaser, but only if it's reciprocated. So she's going to have to give a little bit too. Yeah. And then they ask him about what happens if this doesn't work out. And he says, that's not an option. That's not something that's crossed his mind. That's not something he's thinking about. He's going to be a husband.
1: and then he said even if she did want to quit she can't that's not creepy at all
0: (laughs) yeah exactly Uh, they confuse me man they confuse me uh so then we have all the fluffer filler scenes where they're meeting back up again discussing you know the brunches or whatever then they get uh Alexis gets braids which he's into uh then they get a knock on the door and it's their vacation basket. Uh, neither one of them can pronounce Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> uh, so they are figuring out where the honeymoon is going. Justin puts on that stupid baby sombrero that people were making fun of on Reddit. They were like, fun okay. fact, that's regular size. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, and then we see them, you know, packing up their stuff for the honeymoon. Alexis is showing off a bathing suit. And then once Justin starts, like, trying to give the vibes, she's like, nope, we're celibate over here. And he's like, well, we don't have to be. <laughs> but then in ITM, she's like, if he's about it, I'm about it, so we can, like, be about it. What? <laughs> Are you trying to hook up or no? Because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you're shutting him down, but then saying you're down if he's down. Well, he just told you he down. I don't get it. I don't get it. And then that that's pretty much all we get of them until the group conversation well after but after
1: that after the group conversation he's oh no no no! it's at the airport i think he says he's gonna fall in love with her and maybe it's already happened he's just waiting to say it to her i was like too soon bro way too soon he's gotta lock it down it's ridiculous ridiculous this is like too much i it would scare me (laughs)
0: like
1: i just met you yesterday
0: yeah and i love you Mm -mm. a lot I'm so hard.
1: (laughs) So gross. Let's talk about it. (laughs) All right. So then we get to the group hangout where Nate yet again says, let's go. They toast. And then they start talking about first impressions. Mm -hmm. Um, First one up, Mitch doesn't give a first impression of his actual wife, but brings up the fact that he mistakes her mom for his new bride and uh everybody's like well good jeans, you know what she'll look like blah 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 and you would think a normal person would be say say something and recover like but when i saw her you know i was very pleased or whatever nope he doesn't at least we don't see i don't know if they cut it out or whatever but he doesn't give her any kind of compliments whatsoever we get nothing from kristen they just skip right on over to alexis mm-hmm. so that was interesting and uh, of course, the first impression of Justin is that he's tall and that they matched on Hinge. And was like, oh my gosh. But yeah, she's like, we could have been married
0: four months ago. If I didn't ignore him. <laughs> there was a thing on Reddit that there was like some weird Instagram thing too component of it. Like they matched on Hinge and then they like exchanged Instagrams and like. Or he found her on Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was something like weird that ha- And that's why she like didn't talk to him. I don't know. I don't know. But it, it well, doesn't Sasha sound Sasha thinks fit. it's
1: beautiful. She thinks it's beautiful.
0: It's fake. <laughs> uh,
1: then we get to Nate. He starts talking about how they have natural chemistry. They even buy the same toothpaste. And- Can't
0: wait till we see them brush their teeth. it's coming coming. Mitch
1: already Mitch already brought that up right it's weird you're brushing your teeth together it's like what why I've never brushed my teeth with my husband ever you better start (laughs) Uh, Stasha then says that she is the male version of him and they
0: finish each other's sentences already okay she's the male version of him
1: yes isn't that what I said
0: yeah but it's wrong she would be the female version of him.
1: Oh, my bad.
0: <laughs> but that, that, that is what she said.
1: Is that what she said? Okay. Yeah. And I
0: was like, wait, okay. what? <laughs> Do you mean he's the male version of you? You know what she meant. <laughs> I know, but I thought it was funny. And and that is nobody... funny.
1: Nobody caught it. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, this is when uh, you had mentioned it earlier. Miguel says that they have chemistry. There has been some physical aspects of, of what they've, you know, of their relationship already. And they're like, Oh, what does that mean? What does that mean? Nate. And he's like, Oh, no. It is no oh, was it was a Nate again.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: I'm not surprised. And he's like, Oh, it's nothing. He made a move and she shot it down. And when he's like, nah, you know, we have, we're establishing boundaries. She, sex is a big deal. She really wants to get to know him. Yada, yada, yada. And Stasha's right there with her. She says, yep. I want to build a foundation Yada, yada, yada. But we know they're probably gonna consummate pretty soon here. And then Alexis tells everyone that Justin's celibate. To which Mitch in an ITM was like, yeah, I'm celibate, but not on purpose. And it's been a while. So he's super nervous about, you know, his performance in the future.
0: I said, it bees like that.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised he, he brought it up on camera. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um... Yeah, and then Justin tells everybody about his morning wood. It's way too much information.
0: Why? When she touches me,
1: I get goosebumps from head to toe. No one wants to know this. Absolutely no one. Ugh, I just (laughs) (laughs) so gross. But yeah, that's that's about it for their first uh, meeting during the honeymoon. And I guess Ben and Morgan will meet up with them later.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how friendly I feel like they are. Who? The group as a whole.
1: I mean, they just met. Yeah,
0: but I don't know. I feel like in the past they've been a, more chummy, but I guess, I guess it's just, yeah, it's the first day.
1: Yeah. Well, and you know what? Um, when they had met before, like the ladies met before and then the men met before, mm-hmm. there really didn't seem like any fast connections. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, Johnny and Jose off the bat had a super huge bromance and we saw that from day one yeah and they highlighted it we haven't seen any of that here on either side interesting
0: good i hate them hanging out together (laughs) (laughs) but uh
1: but yeah let's do last couple you want to take morgan
0: and ben morgan and ben so it's finally 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 their wedding day ben has tested negative for miss rona And Morgan is a ball of nerves. She's nauseous and nervous (laughs) and just, yeah. I don't know if this, like, personality, if this is going to be, like, a clash. Because she is just negative Nancy. And he seems like he's a pretty optimistic kind of guy. So I know that can be annoying if you're, like, always being a downer. Like, uh, it gets old.
1: But Igby... That's why they were a match. So they balance each other out.
0: Kill each other.
1: (laughs) That's what they always say, right? They're opposites. So they'll compliment each other.
0: Nonetheless, we learn it's the day before Ben's uh, 30th birthday. So he's barely making the cutoff. He got married before 30. (laughs) Um, He also says that since their honeymoon is going to be shortened because of him, he's willing to take his new bride wherever she wants to go on a second makeup honeymoon. No matter the cost, it'll be on him. Big deal. You know, you can't wash your clothes after four PM, but I'll take you to Antarctica if you want to go.
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, I can compromise
0: with that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'll take a free trip back to Japan. That was a good yep. old time. Uh, next, we see him talking to his friends and his brother, and they're asking him how he's feeling about, you know, the wedding. And he says, for him, it's more like about the aftershocks. Like in the moment now, he's fine, but tomorrow he might be crying. <laughs> <laughs> Once it's like, once it really hits him that you've done this. That's sweet. Uh, They also ask about his parents' reaction. And he says, basically, they just want grandkids. They don't care. (laughs) Whoever, just where's the baby at? Uh, Then we see Morgan with her friends and they're doing the same thing. Uh, She says that she passed out the night before. Not literally, figuratively. (laughs) Because one of the friends is like, wait, what? She's like, no, no, no. I just fell asleep. But she woke up bright and early that morning because you don't need an alarm clock when you've got anxiety and as a person who's been waking up at four o'clock in the morning the last few days i feel you (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what's going on but i cannot sleep um morgan says that she hopes her new husband is very patient because it's gonna take a little bit for her to adjust and you know kind of bring down her walls but her friends tell her she needs to be open because this isn't dating this is a marriage so you gotta be you gotta give basically um Next, we see her and the girls getting ready for the wedding. They're getting their makeup done. Uh, The friend uh, pops the bottle of champagne, somehow breaks a flute. (laughs) It was ricocheting everywhere. Uh, Then they start talking about who's going to be coming to the wedding. Morgan says that her mom should be there any minute. And they ask her about her dad. And she shuts that down pretty quick. She says that she had a really rocky childhood and does not have a good relationship with her dad. She doesn't talk to him. She doesn't update him on her life. They're not in communication like that. And, you know, he's not involved in her life whatsoever. At this point, she's set up her boundaries and that's it. Good. So, I mean, yeah.
1: Right? I mean, if it's not a healthy relationship, cut it out.
0: Yeah. Great. So then she goes on to talk about how um, she's going to be walking down the aisle by herself. Uh, She says even as a younger girl, she never imagined... When she got married, someone would be walking her down the aisle and giving her away. That's not something that she believes in. You know, she's has ownership over herself. She's yeah. going to give herself away. Um, and, you know, even as a single person, it wasn't you have no one. It's no, I have me. I have myself. Mm hmm. That's and, a great
1: perspective. I because the whole time I was like, when before she started talking about this, I was like, why want? why don't you have your mom walk you down? But if that's her her attitude and her mindset, I that's yeah, pretty awesome to me. I'm not property.
0: Be- I'm a person, right? Uh, but at that point, that's when her mom does show up, and again, she's still super nervous. She thinks she's gonna <laughs> puke before she gets down the aisle. Uh, at this point, they cut back to Ben, and he's with his groomsmen, and. They're asking about approval and whose approval is going to be the most to him. And he, of course, says mom. So after that, it cuts back to Morgan and she's getting her bridal gift. They uh, He gave her a copy of Pastor Calvin's book. Now, I don't know if this was to be funnier, or if this was product placement. I'm going to say probably the latter because... I thought it was pretty funny, though. I think it's product placement because they keep it out. Mm. Like the bridesmaid is holding it like with the cover out like the rest <laughs> of the scene that's really funny pastor calvin said i'm only doing those damn james allen commercials if y'all show my book <laughs> he made it part of his contract yep not mad about it for on his part still don't I,
1: like advertising during the
0: show no well then i'm sure you didn't love this next scene because then we get our james allen commercial for the for the episode and i better not hear the name james allen until season 16 <laughs> I said on Twitter that, like, somehow something's going to happen on the vacation. Somebody's going to lose their ring or something's going to happen where it gets damaged. And then we have to see the one, two, three, easy James Allen customer service experience <laughs> where they have to get their ring repaired or something.
1: They better not. It's ridiculous. That would be funny if that happened.
0: Because <laughs> I <laughs> I don't trust production at all.
1: <laughs> we'll
0: see. We'll see how it goes. But the ring was nice. It I was. She was very pleased. She -hmm. She said that's what she would have picked out if she would have done it herself. But then I'm like, well, did she pick it out? I don't think either one of them picked it out because even when they met and they were having their first drink, he was checking out the ring. So I don't think he's ever (laughs) seen either. (laughs) They said, here, this is your James Allen ring. Shut up. It's free.
1: I wonder if, yeah, but I wonder in like their surveys or discussions beforehand, um, they let them know like, this is actually what I want.
0: You know what I mean? Maybe, but I doubt it here. Here's <laughs> your diamond. Shut up. Doing better than everybody else that's been on the previous 14 seasons. For real. You can go pawn it after. Even, <laughs> even last season. Yeah. Does Did James Allen get noise ring back? I don't know. <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. And I would have been pissed off. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. How come only one person got a ring? How come we all didn't get rings? Because <laughs> they probably knew that they were the only ones that were going to say yes on
1: decision day and then stay... Yeah, yes, for a while. Or they were testing it. James Allen was like, uh they were approached with this sponsorship situation. They're like, let's try it out with one couple and if we get a good uh traffic from that, then we'll do all all the rings next time. And that I bet you that's what happened.
0: They better not bring it up again. I know that. <laughs> so uh, next if week's... Noi ever does a ask me anything, somebody should definitely ask her, What'd you do with the ring? True yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next we see Ben's having a pep talk with his brother and his mom before the wedding. Uh, he even tells his mom that, like, if she has a problem with the bride, then all she needs to do is just, like, let him know and then they'll figure it out and get it resolved. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Like, oh. Did you notice that he, yeah, that was red flag right there. Um, did you notice that he gave his mom flowers and then he had other flowers? Were that was?
0: Do you think that was for her mom? I think so. We didn't see him physically give them to her, but he did walk into the ceremony with them and then didn't have them anymore. So I assume. Right. But we never saw the actual exchange or saw her with them. Yeah. I I assume. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Um, Then we see him before the wedding. He's kind of pacing back and forth and says that he wants to meet a beautiful person that hopefully um, he gets along with and they can have a long, successful marriage like his parents, they've been together for 50 plus years and you know that's what he wants. That's crazy. I can't imagine being with somebody that long. It's not <laughs>
1: going to happen because like, you'd have to start a lot earlier to be married for 50 years. I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: I'm like 50. I'm not even
1: going to be married for 50 years.
0: You might live to be 100. You don't know. Mm, you Technology is me. advancing every day. I'm going to jump into a lake. I'm not living that old. That sounds miserable. Anyway. <laughs> We also see Morgan again looking nervous she's like got the jitters She got jimmy hands she's like shaking the bouquet <laughs> and like two pacing around she's like leaned up against the wall <laughs> she's going through it and you know she's again with this very toxic negative thinking like she's just thinking all of this is going to go wrong the worst case scenario is that he's going to hate her his family's going to hate her his friends are going to hate her this marriage isn't going to work <laughs> like girl you didn't even start yet <laughs> and already is like this is the beginning of the end so next we see her walk down the aisle she gets to the altar he you know puts out a hand to give her a handshake and she's like no give me a hug (laughs) and so they hug it out and you know they're holding hands at the altar and then they give us the old family and friends want you to know Uh, so his friends and family immediately sell him out as a mama's boy you can yep. tell he's a little bit embarrassed and she's like, it's fine. I like that. In After Party, she says um, that, again, she's really close with her mom. So she totally gets it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess I never thought about it in that perspective. Like I'm close. Well, I'm closer with my dad, but I'm close with my mom. I shouldn't be mad if someone else is also close with their mom. Right. right. Like men just have a. it's like a bad connotation to it.
0: Yeah. Uh, then Morgan's friends and family let. Ben, though, that after she's had a hard day of saving lives at the hospital, she likes to go home and do a little first-person shooter uh, gaming. And um, also, she's a kickboxer. And Ben is like, oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> this chick is badass. Uh, but then they exchange their personal vows. Um, nothing particularly stand out here. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Except for nice know, Yeah, Ben used his uh, COVID downtime to... Memorize his vows since he had a couple days off. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which I'm sure is probably hard with COVID brain from what I understand of it. Just Mm -hmm. that brain fog. Mm. So they get married. Everything's fine. Um, You know, they're walking out and they're going to have their first drink. Morgan pops champagne like a pro. Uh, Ben is worried about getting Asian flush, which I thought was funny. It's like, (laughs) I'm going to turn all red, which is a thing. Um, Then in an interview... Morgan says that she's happy. She thinks Ben is very cute and handsome. She likes his tux. She likes his shoes. She likes his hair. She says he looks great. She's very pleased with her new husband. And she was, wor- she was worried about this, which is why she's kind of gushing about it. Uh, she said that she was going into it with the mindset of whatever's whatever's presented to me is going to be fine. But <laughs> they did all right. But she's relieved. <laughs> yeah. So then it cuts back to them. And he's asking her about her tattoo and she says that the koi fish is a representation of her grandma and then she starts talking about her background and being japanese and he's like oh that's awesome you know tokyo is great i love it there and then they're like hey that could be the location for honeymoon part two yep she's down absolutely she oh she then asked him if he's bothered by the tattoo and he's like no it's fine He says that one day when he gets, quote unquote, financially free, he wants to do a whole leg sleeve, which that's a commitment. Um, This was giving me Johnny vibes. Mm -hmm. He's saying that he wants to retire young and uh, be financially free and not have to worry about working. Uh, He throws in there that he doesn't know if she wants kids or not. She does not answer the question, but says that she has a cat named Max, not Tom. I don't know why he thought the cat's name was Tom.
1: Maybe he thought it was a Tomcat.
0: Okay. (laughs) But now he's going to be a cat dad. Then he's talking about work and says that he works as an engineer, but he doesn't find it fulfilling. So he does other stuff on the side, like personal training. This is another thumbs up in Morgan's book because she's, you know, active. She's in the gym five times a week. She's weightlifting four days out of the week and then taking Muay Thai once a week. And he asked her a little bit more about that. And, uh, you know, he's like, is it more like kickboxing or is it more like kind of grappling or what exactly is it? And she's like, yeah, you know, you can throw people to the ground if you need to. Like, I could punch you. I could kick you. I could take you down. And he's like, me? And she's like, yeah, I could do it right now. (laughs) He's like, ugh. (laughs) Kind of scared. Like, yeah, your wife could definitely beat your ass.
1: (laughs) Hell yeah.
0: Better act right. (laughs) Uh, then, yeah, he basically says this much in an ITM. Uh, he says that they, he thinks that she's really pretty, uh, that they seem to have some good chemistry, but he is scared about the Muay Thai thing. <laughs> He's going to need an emergency contact just in case.
1: Well, from the preview and from what you said, it sounds like he might need it on the honeymoon.
0: Yeah, like what, what was the secret?
1: I, I think they had sex on the honeymoon and he went and told everyone and his mother. And that was probably highly upsetting to her because I can't think of anything else where you would break your trust. Yeah, yeah. You know, when, and then she said something like, I wanted it to be between us
0: mm-hmm. and you told, you know, whoever. So that's my guess. I could see that. but Yeah. That's pretty much it for them. Yeah. Well, all right.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us as we re- recapped season 15, episode four we will be back next week with episode five when we get more into these honeymoons and it should be dramatic and there can be some tears, probably some laughs and I'm all for it. Can't wait. You look excited too.
0: Mm-hmm. Great.
1: <laughs> if you have any cheese or if you want to continue the conversation, we are on Instagram at cheese McQueen's podcast and on Twitter at cheese McQueen's. Igby hosts a live tweet every Wednesday during the episode. So go ahead and find her there. Anything else, Igby? Um, don't steal our content.
0: <laughs> right?
1: Man, don't get me started. That got me real hot. Anyway. If we made it, give us credit. Not cool. Not cool. But thanks for listening. <laughs>
0: Bye. See ya.